this isn't like an article, but it's For just the love a of God. Did you ever learn how to? <laughs> what have you done, James? <laughs> there you go. You got to add the space. If you don't add the space, the hyperlink won't engage. <laughs> I'm, I'm shit you not. I'm serious. I, I jo- you think I'm joking. <laughs> it's a dumb, it's a dumb little thing that I had to learn. But yeah, anyways. Oh my gosh, what have I done? Uh, Do you want me to fix this? Do you want me to fix this? It's good now. I fixed it. Okay, I'm going to take your word for it. You have a whole empty thing. Is there anything going to go here? (laughs) This, James, this is my job now. So you're you're making me cringe thoroughly at this point. Do you want me to get rid of this extra D? Because it goes from one to three to four. I fixed it. Thank you. Would you like me to put it in quotes so you know it's a comment and not code? I'll, I'll comment so what, it. I'll, I'll comment quotes, it out for you. What quotes are you going to comment it out? I commented it out for you. Are you going to throw it in curly boys? Are you going to throw it in brackets? What are we going to do, James? Because you got to be more specific. Don't don't fuck with me on this. It <laughs> <laughs> also depends on if you're if you're going to. Oh wow, you're even going to you're going to do that, and you're doing it incorrectly too. That's good for you. So and I'm gonna I'm gonna do inconsistent formatting too. So one one's gonna be in brackets and one. Yeah, you're just here to mess with me to, <laughs> with me to death. Welcome to Seriously Pointless Conversations About Culture, your seriously pointless podcast about all your nerdy and gaming news for the month of August. I'm your host, David, and again, I am joined by the bearded behemoth, James. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing beardly. No. <laughs> That's right. I can also do my own alliterations when, I, when it comes to Not as good as you can, but I'm getting better. So yeah, No, I got my haircut today. I'm feeling fresh and fancy. So Ooh, I was wondering, something about you had a glow about you, and it just did something for me. I was like, man, what's up with James today? He looks stylish. I like it. And he looks like a man who could go about town. You know, that's what no, I said to myself. I, much better than I looked yesterday. So we're good. <laughs> I understand completely. I actually had my hair cut about a week ago, and I'm already thinking, like, man, my hair's starting to look shaggy. This is bad. So <laughs> actually, so so let me ask you this: So do you go legit? Do you go to a barber at all to get your beard uh, uh, trimmed up at all? Uh, typically, no. Okay, I was just curious. I, if I need to trim my beard, I will oil it. Straighten it with the blow dryer and then trim it. Okay, I, I'm I'm See, starting. It's curly enough beard that if you try to trim it when it's curled up, it's just going to look uneven the next day when you try to brush it out again. So yeah, I, I'm kind of running into these things as my face facial hair. I would not call this a beard yet. I would call this just hair on my face. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, it's it's growing out. So I, I'm starting to learn the things about this because. Not having being allowed to have facial hair for like 10 years, 10, 15 years, it's kind of like, okay, what am I going to do now with this? Oh, I can do anything I want. This is kind of fun. So I kind of got a little bit of a Moriarty kind of uh, mustache going on. I like it. Jackie thinks it looks dumb, but I like it. You're working from home. Who cares? Exactly. Who's going to look at me? Oh, she does. That's why she you hates know what I would do Seriously, though, for beard trimming, what I would do, let your face grow for like six months. Okay. And then once you see what type of beard you can grow, then decide how you're going to trim it. Well, it's obviously if you don't give the sides time to grow in, they'll never grow in, and you'll always have it just the chin strap. So, 
that's kind of what I'm doing at this point. I, I'm kind of letting the 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 sides kind of come in. I know this has become a beard beard podcast, and it's not gaming anymore. I'm kind of letting that grow in a little bit more. I'm just kind of kind of trying to keep the front tamed a little bit because it's growing excessively faster than the rest of my face. So yeah, it is what it is. So and also these this mustache is just you can't see it because of the blonde. It's 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 a more of a reddish color, reddish blonde. Yeah. And it's just like, it is just insanely long. And I'm like, good Lord. Well, you got to wax it if you want to do that. That's what I've started doing. I've, I've got some beard wax now and um, I, I'm starting to kind of pull it out a little bit and I have the ha going down. So we're, we're, we're getting there. So. so enough about beard talk, James. What, what have you been up to, man? I know it's been a little bit since, uh, since we talked, but I, I want to know what, what have you been up to? Cause I know, uh. Oh, doing this this summertime stuff, you know, it's been vacations and float trips and get togethers. And it's just been honestly exhausting. It's getting to where I'm kind of looking forward to going to work. And just, I I know, I know you said with stuff, (laughs) I know you said last time that your, uh, your family, your, your in-laws were in town. So that I'm guessing it was successful. Your float trips were successful and it was uh, a very successful float trip. Everyone had a blast. Awesome. man. Uh, Gaming wise. I've just been doing Minecraft lately. Sometimes you just need that break. Right, we got a little family server set up, and uh, which you're welcome to play if you want to. I know you're not really a Minecraft person. <laughs> but we got, we got a little server set up. We've been building stuff and having fun crafting, and that's been my my thing just now. But uh, there's some awesome. new games coming out, which we're going to talk about later, which I think is going to get me off Minecraft for a little while. That it will. That it will. There's some 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 gems coming out this month, man. Oh, some gems. The long drought of between the springtime and the fall releases is finally over. Oh my goodness, man! It that is just it's every year. But it's been it's been especially bad this last you know couple of years because of COVID and everything. And everyone's that the the wheels of gaming development have kind of started moving a little bit faster again now that we've kind of moved away and so I found out, hey, oh, we can actually work from home and actually work fairly well now. So things are starting to pick back up again luckily so thank goodness so i know other than like gaming like you said minecraft have you been watching any of the anime for the summer at all um yeah we've been putzing around a little bit um the end the you know how the streaming service of course is about a month behind the japanese release but the spring season finished up and there was some good stuff on there love after world love after world domination is actually really cute uh (laughs) Watching that with Jackie might be fun. <laughs> I, I'm I'm actually looked into that one a little bit, and it's on my. I don't know if I threw it on there as a uh, uh, watch list or not. So mm-hmm. I might do that. And uh, the uh, Ascension of a Bookworm is actually surprisingly really good. That one had a third season this last spring. Did, uh, you, did you have you gotten a chance to check out any of the ones that I sh- I sent you last time? I haven't done too much yet because I know started, we started watching Nietzsche Joe. Which I have mixed feelings about. I get the feeling that show would be absolutely hysterical in Japanese, but I get the feeling I'm missing out on half the jokes. It's just yeah. Well, so I think I'm probably not going to keep doing that one. But uh, Overlord season four, you probably know that one. Dude, actually, so that is one of the ones I've actually kept up with, and I really, really enjoy uh, Overlord quite a bit. So it one's great, and I was worried season four was going to be terrible, but so far it's it's turning out good. Um, uh, the reincarnated as a pharmacist in another world. I'm cautiously optimistic about. We'll see. <laughs> There's a lot of these these days. Like half the anime that come out are isekais, and oh yeah, we'll see. With this one, it's four episodes in, and it's still interesting. So that's a good start. 
Good sign. Yeah. A lot of these shows will kind of burn out all their good jokes on the first episode and then they just kind of stop. And that is a hundred percent valid. I I'm a hundred percent on there with you too. So but um, two, two new ones that are coming out, which, is, which I just found out about the other day. Made in Abyss is releasing a summer season. So Made in Abyss season two is coming out. It's going to be 12 nice. episodes. Apparently they've released three Made in Abyss movies that I was not aware of at all. Do they, do they develop on the season one at all? Are they just uh, two, of, two of the movies are recaps, and apparently one is a direct follow-up to season one. So you, have, so you have to watch that movie. And then the new season's called The Golden, Golden City of the Scorching Sun. Is it on uh, Crunchyroll? It's, it's being released by High Dive. I don't know if High Dive is still putting things onto VRV or in Crunchyroll or if they're making their own service. And that's what I need to find out. That's why it didn't. It, it has not popped up on Crunchyroll yet. I know High Dive stuff tends to be there eventually. See, that makes me sad a little bit. Um, I kind of, I really wish sometimes they would, because that's the one thing I, I've noticed about you know Japanese IP. Um, uh, was what I'm talking? What am I need to talk about? Uh, the way they release things. It's much more diversified as opposed to like in the U.S., where it's like everything pretty much goes through one giant central company. Um, like I know Disney usually has a specific company, like a, a sub company that they own that they release stuff through. Um, but Japan is just a whole another kind of animal, man. And I just well, it, I, can, I can tell you part of it is uh, the owner, the creator of the characters has much, much stronger rights towards their creations than you do in the u.s whereas yes. in the u.s usually authors license out the rights to their stuff whenever they you know release a movie or whatever mm-hmm. in japan the original creators retain control of those characters and so that's why you can see some shows just never get translated some do some stay in limbo because the original authors have almost total control over what's done with their ip even decades later well to be fair i i kind of i do like that a lot more it just <laughs> puts thing I'm not criticizing it. That's a good thing, but it, it is. It just it just in a down on the downside of things. It does a lot of times slow down the development of adaptations of their creations. So it, it's it's like I said, you get pluses and minuses on both sides because you could get something that is as, as god awful as Morbius. <laughs> uh, which, if anybody has not seen that movie yet, I saw it on the plane ride home from California. All it did for me was fill that hour or the two and a half hour flight that I had. That's all it did for me. It didn't do anything else. So, yeah, it was. That's like I said. It's and if and if I think the if the creators of that character would have retained rights to it, it probably would have done it a little bit more justice. But it is what it is. Like I said, it's everything's got its plus and minuses. That's why you have, you know, you get some really good things. And even sometimes with some of these uh, anime, even even though the creators retain the rights, sometimes there it's just. It's still not as good as it could be, but it is what it is. Yeah. So. I think the, the, another one that I think is worth looking at is The Devil is a Part-Timer. I'm not sure if you saw that one when yes. it was on. I, so I actually started watching yeah. this whenever it first came out. It was really good. Mm-hmm. And it's quite dirty sometimes, but I enjoy it. So, <laughs> <laughs> And so I, the first season was hilarious. I'm looking forward to watching the second one. I might have to rewatch it, though. It's been a little while. It has been. What has it been, like two, three years? It's been a minute. It's been a while. Oh, and actually, one thing I almost forgot to mention: uh, Shadows House is getting a second season. That one was that one was from the winter anime, and it was really, really good. 
See, now you got me thinking, oh, okay, so Shadow's House. I think I showed you this one before. I don't know if you actually got around to watching it or not. Uh, it's added to the watch list now, so now I know to watch it. So, oh, wow. So, yeah, it is already up on his nose. Uh, high atop a cliff sits the mansion known as Shadow House, home to the face to a faceless clan that pretends to live like nobles. They express their emotions through living dolls that also endlessly claim the home of soot. One such servant, uh, Emilico, aids her master, Kate, as they learn about more about themselves and the mysteries of the house. Huh, sounds interesting. It's got awesome music. The storyline is actually quite sinister. I think you would probably enjoy it. And Kelly likes that one a lot, too, so maybe Jackie would enjoy that. I don't know. Oh, and it has a Spanish dub. So, Jackie, we could definitely watch it in, in <laughs> Spanish dubbed in English subtitles. So, Jackie can would enjoy that, probably. So. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds good. That that would probably be on our go our list now that we've uh, finished up some of our other stuff. So, uh, in regards to us, you know, um, I haven't had a lot of time playing a lot of games, but I have gotten some time to play uh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Have you have you seen this at all? I've seen some trailers for it. Yeah, how did it turn out? It is wonderful, um, to say the least. So, if you could think uh assassin's creed but ja- japan set in japan but it's a lot better it's okay. I, I i'm only about five hours into it maybe maybe but it, wow. it is tons of fun it's gorgeous it's i mean even playing it on the PF- ps4 settings it is it loads fast it still looks gorgeous and it's very fluid i don't i haven't had any hiccups with it or anything like that um everything's pretty straightforward but the, I think the, the biggest thing that I enjoy about it is the way they take away the monotony of like, oh, this is an open world. They make it, they take those mechanics and they make it interesting, right? They take, um, instead of have, having to... You don't have to climb a tower every hundred yards to... No, no, you really don't. No, you, 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 you don't. I mean, sure, you have to go and you have to kill, you know, like Mongol leaders, like, you know, you know warband leaders to get uh, free up regions and stuff like that. But that's not that bad. But the coolest thing I thought was, though, there's a little feature they had. And so instead of having like a little, uh, a compass marker at the top of your screen, you have to like slide your hand across the uh, touchpad and the wind blows in the direction that you have to be going and need to be going. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of a cool mechanic. I would never have thought of. Cause I, I, I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Um, so it's just really interesting. The little, little things that they did. So, and it's very, they do a lot of different um, uh, styles involving like uh, the, the, the way that the combat, you know, do you have the sword, sword stance, you know, the stone mm-hmm. stance, water stance, all those different stances. And then on top of that, you have different outfits, depending on like what the different types of people you run into, like you run into straw hats, you know, the regular samurai Ronin, and they change up all that stuff. And it's very, seems pretty like they've done their research on a lot of that stuff so it's a very good game if you guys haven't che- seen it yet go out and check it out um mm-hmm. in regards to anime have not gotten a chance to watch a whole lot of anime um because jackie and i have been powering through uh, stranger things season four which uh holy shit i enjoyed way more than i should have so uh i need to watch it i know part one and two are both out now so i need to i need to go sit down that's that's so that's what i was waiting for i had started to watch it and then jackie said something because i didn't think she was going to want to watch it or she didn't i didn't think she had time to watch it and she said something after i'd watched like two or three episodes and i was like well crud i guess i'm gonna have to stop and (laughs) and wait for her and so i'll re i re i'll rewatch these and so we rewatched up to where i was and then we just powered through it that last episode is two and a half hours so i'm gonna give you give you fair warning (laughs) it is a long episode (laughs) the movie 
I know, right? That's mm-hmm. why they had to release it by itself. And it, it was well worth it, though. It's It has excellent... The music was excellent. The acting was excellent. It, it left it open for season five, which they've already announced that they're going to do. Um, and it's going to be fun. I can already tell it's going to be a blast. So I don't want to ruin anything for you. Um, but it was really good. It really ties the whole universe in together. So good. Um, and now that we have some, and we, now that we finished up, the other thing we did is we watched, finished up, uh, Miss Marvel. I don't know if you've seen this. This was the, uh, Kamala Khan, uh, uh, superhero. Uh, she is Pakistani. Um, okay. it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a Marvel. She, so the, the, the power she exhibits in the comic books is she has more of like Mr. Fantastic powers where she can like really stretch her body out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They change her power setup just a little bit mm-hmm. and they change up how she gets her power set up a little bit. So I, I'll put it this way. I enjoyed the series. Mm-hmm. I think they did it a service changing her origin story and changing her power set just a little bit. Yeah, because they made it more of a crystalline energy power thing as opposed to stretchy, and mm. they changed her. They changed her personality a little bit. Different then. <laughs> well, I th- I think they were just trying. The, her origin story was a little weird. It was based on the Inhumans, which I don't know if you anything about that. But they they get shoved in this Terrigen mist and they get cocooned for a little bit, and then they like come out and they have powers, yada yada. Mm-hmm. So I guess they thought maybe that would be too weird for people. Or maybe it's because the Inhumans TV series just flopped like hard. Um, that's always a possibility too. I could be it that I had just tried to salvage the series that was half done when the Inhumans flopped. <laughs> yeah, and, and for my figure, but the, other than that, like I said, I love the actors that are in it, except for one of the kids that's in it. He's kind of dumb. Um, mm. He's like the son of the bad guy, um, and I didn't think they fleshed out some of the bad guy's motivations a little bit more. They, it was, she felt a little one-dimensional in my opinion so okay but other than that i'm excited they're gonna they're gonna bring her back i know they're she's gonna be in the marvels movie so i'll be interested to see what they do with that so um awesome. but other than that man i mean it's just been a lot of a uh, lot of television watching because that's really much all i've had time for with projects around the house and whatnot but so is there anything else you want to tell people you've been up to before we kind of get into the news of the, yeah, day, start, of the month going through our articles You've been going, we're going to go through all of our articles. You're going to give yeah. away everything that I have, James. Say, hey, David, yeah. didn't write this out. David actually just went out and got <laughs> articles. So. so we are going to be reading off. This is a new little portion I think we're going to try and do, but we're going to get uh, monthly game releases or major game releases. So James and I have a uh, list in front of us, and I'm just going to read off a few of them um just to see what we've got coming out so we got the the gallery uh the mortuary assistant which i saw a uh trailer for that that looks creepy as hell by the way it's on steam if you want to feel like uh one of the reviews said make sure you wear level one depends when you play this game (laughs) i was like oh that's gonna be a good review then oh here Um, you go here alone with the dead embalmed corpses banished demons save your soul wow yeah yeah, it's it's legitimately just a interactive horror movie, and I'm like, nope, I'm good, nope. Yeah, I have those. I like to sleep at night. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I I made it about you know I got through the the trailer, and I'm like, no, I saw things crawling, and I'm like, nope, I'm good. People are supposed to be dead. They stay dead. Nope. Um, the other ones that I saw, the main one that I was actually looking for, or there are two are 
two or three uh, main ones on this list that I, I was really looking for. So before we leave is a uh, RP, not it's an RPG. I believe it is a strategy game, if I remember correctly. Um, but this one, it should actually already be yeah, out. This, this one came out on Xbox, uh, the Xbox Pass uh, a while ago, didn't it? It did come out a little while ago, but it is actually, so it is a, um, a uh, not a strategy game. It is a, uh, it's just a builder game, but essentially... I actually checked this one out a little bit. Yeah, you're, it's like a civilization builder. And you have to like start at a primitive era and build up towards technology. And so you have to think about like whether you're going to destroy your forest before you can use them later. And, and eventually, very... eventually a giant space whale is going to come eat your planet, I think. Yeah, it's very similar to uh, kind of a sieve type thing. But I, I, I enjoy it. So I I, I want to hop on that. Actually, um, my buddy Corey... Uh, got this for christmas got me this for christmas i think this last christmas so it's actually been sitting in my steam library for a little bit like everything else does so um i want to get i want to try that but actually was released for all um for everything i know was it just uh xbox game pass no i think it no it is for steam as well now i'm looking it is on steam yeah but i just don't know if it's gonna be released to anywhere else um I think the other one I was thinking of getting was uh, Farthest uh, Farthest Frontier, which mm-hmm. is another kind of uh, civ building type game. Okay, uh, I'm, I really want to. I actually really want to get this one. So this is a this gives me Settlers of Catan vibes. Um, I'll be honest with you. Just just watching it, and playing it. Yeah, awesome. It, it, it looks really fun. Um, you know me. I like to build. I, I like my 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 civ games, my city builder games, my strategy games. So definitely, uh, I I am very much into that. Um, oh gosh, I'm just looking at the sheer number of resources like each settlement makes in some of these ex- pictures. This is exactly right. So is that com- one is complicated. <laughs> yeah. So there, that one is coming out today. That we're right. We're uh, the day on the day that we're recording this episode is on the ninth. So. Um, Check that out, guys. I know, what you're doing. I know what you're doing instead of sleeping tonight. <laughs> uh, no, I have to watch. My sister's dropping off the kids to watch, so we can watch them for a bit while she goes and gets some stuff done. So I will not have time. I'm probably going to crash hard because I'm going to have five children in this house that I have to watch. So I'm going to be pooped. Mm, yeah, I say her kids are old enough to just park on the TV for a little while. But <laughs> Jackie says I'm supposed to interact with them so they develop as people. <laughs> that uh, might be a direct quote <laughs> <laughs> and i need to be an adult and i should do adult things <laughs> i mean i guess if you want to <laughs> and then i retort well isn't adulting also knowing how to spend your free time and relax responsibly without stressing yourself out <laughs> and this they were now the crux of jackie and i's personalities so yes <laughs> so um, so there's a couple other ones that you were looking at, though, that yeah. you, you wanted to I have a, I got my eye on Cult of the Lamb, which I know mm-hmm. we've mentioned before. It is a... Uh, I'm watching Northern Lion play a few, a few things of it. It's kind of like a mixture of a cult-building game where you have this cult that, you know, worships your statues and you do rituals. You have to manage their resources and keep them happy. So it's kind of got some oxygen not included, you know, management vibes going on. And it's paired with a roguelike, you know, procedurally generated dungeon delve thing. 
kind of it has a dodge roll involved, so it's less Binding of Isaac and more Into the Gungeon kind of thing. Where you're, it's, yeah. it's, not, it's top down. There's dodge roll mechanics. There's attacking. You find stuff as you tro- as you journey through these things, and you're serving like this chained one below everything and trying to kill the leaders of this big rival cult. And it looks like a lot of fun. It does look a lot, a lot of fun. I actually, I think I bought this one for attention, didn't I? A while yeah, ago. Yeah, you did. Originally, this was like, uh, we talked about it back in like December or something this last year. Yeah, because I think they released, I think this got, you know, or, or the trailer got released for this either at the Game Awards or mm-hmm. um, one of the, uh, uh, oh, one of the gaming conventions. I can't remember which one, but, but well, yeah. And they, also, they also had the style to advertise at, um, Games to de- Game Developers Conference, then Games Done Quick this year. Yeah, it was everywhere. They were plastered everywhere. <laughs> Which that's a smart move on their part because I don't know how many. There's a ton of people to watch that one. Um, so that is that is definitely one I would highly recommend folks to get out there and and grab. Uh, I think that comes out in two days, so August eleventh. And the other one I have my eyes on, which. I'm not sure if it's going to be awesome or not. We'll see. But um, uh, what was it called? Two Point Campus. If you played Two Point Hospital when it came out, Two Point Hospital hit a little bit too close to home, so I, I wasn't able to really enjoy it. But I think the college vibe is going to be a, more, a better fit for the kind of wacky style they have. Too close to home. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. But so I'm, I'm looking forward to trying out Two Point Campus. It's on the Game Pass anyway, so. I can put a few hours into it and decide if I want to spend time on it or not. No, 100%, dude. Oh, I, and oh and actually, oh, one last, the, Saints, the Saints Row rework is coming out this month, too. They're, they're rebooting the Saints Row franchise, and uh, the first game for it's coming out on the 23rd. It's okay. I'll, I'll let you play it. I just I tried playing it and just felt like the poor man's uh, GTA. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. So Saints Row 3 was fun. I never really messed with Saints Row 1 or 2. Um. I don't know. When Saints Row 2 came out, people really liked it because they said it was it was more fun than GTA at the time, but I know there have been a lot of GTA games since then. There, there have and been a lot, so. And they've refined their gameplay loop now, and so it's less downtime than there used to be. I don't, so, know. I don't know. Maybe I've grown out of that kind of, you know, real-life, urban... I don't know, uh, like fighter type, like open, you know, open world type game. I don't know. I just kind of, I like to go into the fantasy style stuff or the, the Ah. sci-fi type thing a little bit more. I've definitely been gravitating harder and harder towards fantasy. The older I get it's uh, I kind of agree. The gritty stuff is just not as exciting as it once was. I have enough gritty, gritty (laughs) stuff within my life that I've seen that I prefer to be happy a little bit more often than not. Exactly. I'm doing this to have fun, not to, (laughs) Not to cry and cry myself to sleep at night because I just had to kill some small child to finish a quest or something dumb. So, mm-hmm. um, but any other, they're okay. There's two more games that I wanted to throw out before we really kind of like move on from here. Um, Tribes of Midgard. Um, this is a, I believe it's an MMO. No, I'm sorry. This is an action adventure RPG. I believe though you can play with multiple people online. Um, if I remember correctly, um, so do 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 do. So this is uh, it does feel it, it definitely feels more like a Norse version of Diablo a little bit. So okay, if you and this is season two, so they've already had a, one come out already. The first game come out. 
if you ever want to play this, let me... Okay, so it is you can form a tribe of up to 10 players to defend your village from the relentless onslaught of deadly spirits and gigantic brutes hell-bent on bringing it on the end of the world in this game with a unique blend of action, survival, and roguelike elements. So, we, could have fun. we could have fun with that. That would be fun. That that would be that would be fun, and it's only twenty bucks, which is pretty nice. So, yeah, always down for a couple a nice game night with a with friends. That's always fun. I would be a hundred percent down for that. So mm-hmm. I like that. And then the other one, which I have to throw out for my obligatory uh, team and TM and T fans, because I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with a passion. Um, it is my that was my childhood thing. They have the Cowabunga collection, which is going to be coming out on August thirtieth. Now this is a I'm, I know you can probably get all of the games uh, as ROMs online somewhere, but the simple fact that these are all like just slammed together in one giant, uh, you know, game. Uh, you get the uh, the Cowabunga collection includes uh, the arcade, the Team and arcade game, Turtles in Time arcade game, the, the Team and NES game, uh, the Team and Two game, the arcade on the NES, the, uh, the Manhattan Project on the NES game, uh, the Tournament Finders game, uh, Turtle uh, Team and T Four, the Turtles game, Turtles in Time game from Super Nintendo, the Tournament Finders from the Super Nintendo, um, the Hyperstone Heist, which is on the Sega Genesis, Tournament Fires off of the Sega Genesis, the Fall of the Foot Clan, which came on the Game Boy, and or sorry, then then the back Team and T Two off off the game boy back to the sewers and then the third one radical rescue which is also off the game boy this is a ton of games that is a lot of ninja turtles and you say a lot i say not enough and it's only 40 bucks so <laughs> i know a lot of those like three of those are redos um are, are basically the same game like the tournament fighters so they they release three different versions of it because it has different characters on it depending on which system you play on so the fact that they were able to get all this together and throw them together, I was, um, I was incredibly surprised that they were able to get that to work. But then again, I think, uh, I think uh, Kevin Eastman actually owns all the rights to the merchandising stuff now because I think Peter Laird is he didn't doesn't want anything else to do with that. I think he just was like I'm done. Yeah, I'd say especially some of those Game Boy ones are interesting because they did some like Radical Rescue was like a Metroidvania esque one, and there was some. Some more action adventure. It wasn't all just the arcade style beat em ups. So yeah. So like I said, if if you guys kind of like that stuff, just uh, go out and check them out. I I know I'm probably gonna end up buying it for my Switch because I know at some point I'm gonna have to go on a road trip. <laughs> I I will I will probably have to go on a road trip and play it sometime. But so are there anything else you want to talk about on game releases, James? No, I think that's a good chunk of them. We're good. If you, so if you guys uh, think of anything that we've missed that really touches your fancies, tickles tickles your nethers at all, uh, let us know, guys. Yeah, I know. Peachy. Peachy. <laughs> Peachy. Peachy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> all right. Tickles your chin hairs. Does that make you feel better, James? There we go. If it tickles your chin hairs at all. The um, wiener whiskers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's why I have that rating on us to, to be a parental <laughs> guidance on, on, in front of our, our, our podcast. Um, <laughs> if there's anything you guys think we've missed, let us know. Um, I love to hear what you guys are looking forward to in the games to come out for the month. Um, so in news, James, we have a few uh, decent-sized stories this month. I was actually pretty surprised. Um, the mm-hmm. first one I wanted to talk about, though, before we kind of really get into the heavy stuff, um, a little bit lighter fare. Uh, the 
uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet is actually going to be having uh, three separate story campaigns. I don't know if you saw this or not. This, this I did, and, and this is interesting to me, too, because I know we've talked before about how uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus that I liked so much this spring was kind of made by the Niantic's B team, right? It's like with our side game, and we were wondering how much of that's going to be incorporated into this new game, because by the time that one was released, this new game's more than half done. Yep. But yeah, now they're talking about doing multiple storylines, so I think the, the central conceit of the game is that you're joining a school, and uh, as part of your school, you're given like these side projects, and one storyline is the typical become the gym master, and yeah. there's going to be at least two other progression quests involved at the same time. And they haven't revealed what they are, but there's a new mechanic where like your Pokemon turn into crystal forms and get stronger. Kind of a equivalent of the Gigantamax. Sorry, my doorbell just rang. I'm gonna <laughs> This is why Alexa's here tells me. That's why you're like, what is that ding dong ding dong? <laughs> oh, and it was just a package, of course. That's all it was. Anyways, forget Okay, so uh we're that out. Come back from uh, I said so. The new me- the new game mechanics been revealed that there's kind of a mechanic where your Pokemon turn into like a crystal form and get stronger. Yes. They might change elements. That'll probably be one of the storylines. And not sure what the other one's going to be. I'm hoping it's going to be like a sieve building, catch all the Pokemon type thing, probably. But probably. Um, I I'm interested to see what they're going to do. I didn't even know that they were planning on making it kind of like that that kind of evolution thing, like you were saying earlier, because. I'm be honest with you. I'm not as much as of a Pokemon fan as you are, obviously, mm-hmm. um, and that is why we have you here because you uh, you spread tidbits of knowledge, nuggets, uh, nuggets of knowledge, tidbits of tutelage, as it were. Bits of tutelage. Um, <laughs> I do like I do like with small toots, but <laughs> the small toots. Well, you know, there there are toots for everyone, James. There are, sometimes there are big toots if you like big toots. Sometimes skinny toots. Sometimes. Uh, uh, well, I won't. I won't go that way with it. But um, <laughs> toots for all ages, James, and toots for any any kind of person whatsoever out there. So um, that was not the uh, the direction I was going with that one. But okay, <laughs> it's never the direction you're going to go with it, James. You should know this by now. Fair enough. Anywho, there, are there any? So, are you hoping? So you you said you were hoping for the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet to kind of the other two campaigns to maybe just kind of be more of a gather all the pokemon uh well it's it's supposed to be open world i'm just hoping it has some of the open world catch pokemon as you go things that like rcs had okay. i don't think i don't think it needs to have that super intense catch every pokemon 20 times in 10 different ways mechanic but i'm just hoping that the open world is more open because i thought rcs really nailed the open world part of it so do you but it didn't necessarily nail the content rich world it was kind of a Catching all the Pokemon over and over and over again was the game. It yeah. didn't have it didn't have a lot of like other life to it. So I'm hoping that this main like main title game will hit that better. So let, let me ask you this: So I know they're we're gonna be they're they're working on the Pokemon MMO is what they're gonna be trying. They're they're pushing towards. That's what they're gonna be doing at some point. Um, so do you think they're trying to do this as kind of a base plate to see how much the Nintendo Switch hardware can handle? Oh, I mean, it could be. I think, I think they've just, as a company, moved into the 3D game space because before they were always, you know, two and a half D at most. They had like some 3D graphics, but it wasn't like a 3D game on a console. 
Yeah. And I think they're they're growing into the space and trying to see where they can take their established franchise so it'll still feel like Pokemon, but hit more stuff. I mean, and uh, yeah, I think moving towards an MMO is something they could definitely do. I don't know how your usual MMO progression is going to fit the Pokemon storyline idea where you're, you're catching Pokemon and raising them. MMOs are usually more about strengthening your one character, but who knows? Maybe they'll have like trainer talents or something. They can, I'm, I'm, sure they can, I'm, I'm sure they can work it out. I'm sure they'll have something like it'll be like levels where you can go in and battle each other if you're at a certain tier level or something like that. So it's, I I have a feeling because they they there have been rumors for a while about you know Pokemon or Nintendo wanting to do like a online MMO Pokemon thing. And they, that's probably the most easily accessible one that they could do. I think compared to like the other the other IP that they have. That's just my idea to it. Yeah, and I think uh, there's definitely blood in the water for MMOs right now in that WoW has definitely been doing pretty poorly the last couple expansions. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV is rapidly becoming the premier MMO if it's not already. Yeah. And it's it's also like a 12 or 15-year-old game or something. So I think the time is ripe for someone to come up with a new MMO that will take over. But no one seems to be no one seems to be able to hit the formula. Well, Blizzard is definitely not going to be doing. It. I don't know if you saw though. It was it was like think about it. Been last month that they actually announced Blizzard announced that uh, they canceled a MMO that they'd been working on for like almost four years. Wow. Yeah, I was like, that's a long time in development, and they canceled it. I think that's just because Microsoft came in and it was just like you're wasting money. Do something else. Do something that you can like get your feet back on solid ground. Essentially, probably it's kind of what I'm thinking. So, well, and that's the trouble with MMOs is that they just the upfront cost to build the world is so much. Like they can be absolute cash cows, like WoW has been for Blizzard, or Not they can, or they can be like the Amazon New World game, which was dead within like two months. <laughs> Yeah, which kind of made me sad because I, I, I did, I liked the idea. I just did not like how they executed it. It's just that's just me. I like the the world that they had. Yeah, and that's the thing. The devil's in the details for MMOs. Like you have to have the ba- the balance between the gameplay, the social aspects, progression, and grind is hard to hit. And I think if WoW Classic has taught us anything, it's that people do appreciate some of the simpler ideas that you know came with the first generation of MMOs. I think the newer ones have been just completely overdone or overtuned. Well, yeah, I if, think if, I, the, if the path if the pathway of progression is too smooth, then it's boring. Yes. If it's too if it's too rough, then it's frustrating. So where do you hit the line? It's a delicate line. <laughs> where do you get all that money from, James? How are you going to get all that money from your subscriptions? You have to walk <laughs> that fine line. So, yeah. Other than that, um, so. Let's do a little bit of um, anime news, though. I know you said said that you saw. Oh, you kind of talked about uh, Made in Abyss. I kind of talked about it, right? Yeah, Made in Abyss. Yeah, Made in Abyss is is, uh, coming out here, and then you put Devil as a part timer here. So, Mm -hmm. um, let's see. So, actually, oh wow, they already have quite a few uh, episodes out for Devil as a part timer. Yeah, these both these both started with the summer season, so I think four or five episodes are out in Japanese. I don't know how many have been translated. Yeah. Uh, Devil's a part-timer is on Crunchyroll. Uh, Made in Abyss, I think, is right now just on High Dive's streaming service. Oh, it makes me sad. I need oh. to, I'll check VRV later and see if they're putting it out at VRV that as well. 
that is the first image I have of old, old bunny ears as a person now. Or is that the little girl? Is that her? Is the little bunny girl? Uh, there was she the died? bunny girl. She didn't die. Okay. Maybe I'm just a moron then. No, they... I, she look, looked more. She looked more monstrous last time we saw her. So uh, it's possible something has happened in that movie that we need to watch. <laughs> uh, this is stops. This is all I have to do now. Is I have to go through and I have to watch episodes now. So it is what it is. So oh darn, I have my soul crushing duty to watch Made in Abyss with my wife now. This is sad. It's gonna be some suffering, I guess. I know this is what I have. So. Um, in some lighter news, though, um, man, there is a YouTuber that got bored and made a toilet into a PC, a gaming PC. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's the basically homeless guy. He has his YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he built a PC into his toilet. It's pretty much just like a an acrylic fish tank inside yeah. the toilet bowl. It has a wall cut out. Uh, the interesting thing is apparently the first time he made it, it leaked and he had to do it a second time. <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's no bueno. That's, that's rough, dude. That's it's no bueno. I, it's an interesting like YouTube grab. I mean, it's, it's kind of fun to watch the video he did, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, why do you want a gaming toilet on your seat? Like he even threw a 3060 in this thing. Well, he, so <laughs> it's probably a freaking tax write off for him too. And he probably makes a ridiculous amount of money too. So on top of it so that's just people are like that it just it just it doesn't it i don't know all i can do is cringe <laughs> and say dear god what is wrong with you man and move on with my life <laughs> I, i'm just saying there's a lot of people out there who would who'd give their left arm for a 3060 and he put it in the toilet bowl <laughs> that's right and that's why we need we need to respect our gaming pcs and our graphics cards folks Game, graphics cards have rights, people. They're people, too. They do. Perhaps they're more important sometimes. <laughs> but you know what is more important, though? If you are a Riot fan, um, you might uh, not be seeing any more uh, new champions to be played here in the near future, from what I've gathered. Which right? I think would be a good thing, because they are... Well, it's good and bad, because like, on one hand, League of Legends... The game and League of Legends, the money-making enterprise, are two very different things, which if you've played League very much, you'll know that. It's uh, releasing new champions and new skins and new events to get people spending money on the store is how they fund the game. Mm -hmm. But I think they've got like 162 champions or something now. They're they're frankly running out of design space, and a lot of the newer champions like... uh, are just getting very repetitive. Like the newest one is pretty much Samira reskinned with some yeah. water teams thrown in. It's uh, I think if they were to stop releasing new stuff for a while and work on fixing the large number of old champions that are just never played, I think that would be good. I think what's really happening though, is they're moving their money towards new projects. What do you blame them? I don't blame them. I mean, league of legends as a game is, it's pretty aged. I don't think it's hitting it off with the young people as well as they were hoping it would. The people who play it are by and large the same people who've been playing it. And uh, even their professional league has been not as popular this last year. I think what they're going to do is I know they've got a fighting game coming out soon. Just like a beat em up style thing is coming out very soon. Uh, But they're working on an MMO as well, which that got it got leaked in 2020 that they were starting on one. 
it's apparently been developed since then, but they finally released an update like in August 1st saying that, yeah, we're definitely doing it. We're definitely working on it and it's coming, which they've got enough world. <laughs> they've got, they've got enough world building for an MMO. Like if Absolutely. you read the backstory for their characters, they've got an awesome setting. Runeterra looks really cool. I think setting an MMO there is a no brainer. Um, which is like every other MMO. We'll have to see if it's going to happen. I don't think they're going to say. I don't think they're going to say very much about it because you can only hype people for three or four months these days. Yeah, like uh, the hype train. The hype. Yeah, our attention span has gotten shorter. It's not like before where they could put a uh, new Zelda games teaser in a movie theater somewhere a year in advance, and we'd stay excited for a whole year. Now they they've got three to six months before people get bored and move on. So I I think that a lot of people have figured that out. Like I know the the Cuphead DLC dropped uh, last month, and mm-hmm. it was luckily they didn't say they said that it was coming out. That's all they said. They never they never told anybody anybody when they when they did the smart thing and they just dropped it. Yeah. You know? And when it dropped, it it sold like gangbusters. So well, like even Nintendo doesn't even. Re- release the news of their titles they don't even give out the names of the titles more than a few months in advance the pokemon game is kind of an exception but most of their stuff they drop it in a a nintendo live three or four months ahead of time and that's it (laughs) to be fair that is probably one of the smarter things that i will give nintendo is game releases they have that down pat it's not Mm -hmm. like xbox and playstation where like coming the new god of war is going to be coming out in Two years. <laughs> Get ready for it, guys. We're all just like, what? Yeah, we knew it was coming. Why'd you even say anything about it? Like, now we gotta wait for two years because now we're thinking about it. And I get that, I you know that marketing mentality, but to me, it just it's a it's a little annoying. Mm-hmm. I would rather you tell me like, hey, this is the progress you know we've come out with uh, on the new God of War game, and guess what? It's coming out. We're planning on having it out in six months. Yay! <laughs> do that or whatever it is you know whatever your 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 drink of choice is you know it's it, i would i would prefer that more than anything because then i can actually have it sit there it's fresh in my mind like you mm-hmm. said i i i think on top of that it's just my add mentality unless i unless i write it down and say hey this game's coming out this time i i probably will not remember it in three months well so. it's also just the sheer quantity of games that come out oh, now yeah. like 100 if you ever sat down, like there was only like 120 games or something for the Nintendo 64, like yeah. in in total, like the SNES had a couple hundred, the NES had a ton, but it was different at that point. How many for Steam, James? Thousands and thousands and thousands. <laughs> you will never play all of them on Steam. And uh, so many of those games are released on every system now through these game developer stores, and I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad the game development has gotten more accessible. It's also gotten way harder to stand out. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's not enough to just get mentioned in Nintendo Power and release a game these days. <laughs> Those are the good old days. <laughs> Pop, grab my PC Gamer magazine and I'm like, ooh, what games are coming out this week, guys? Or what? They're going to release the new Doom. It's going to be fun. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I just, I just think it's funny that that's how we think about things. And now it's like you get constantly inundated with tweeter tweets and and emails. And I, well, I can't even say emails now because kids nowadays, most of them don't even have emails unless you know it's like a junk email or work email. Well, so. I think part of it too is just the amount of time we were willing to sit sink into those things. Like I don't know if you remember, like 
back in the day when we were playing Magic the Gathering, like I would sit down and read a couple of news articles a day about the game. Oh yeah. And I did this for years. And the same was true for all of my hobbies. I guess we just had more time to waste as kids too. It's just Well, uh, you, you don't have you also have forty hours of your life get taken up every week. From well work. yeah, and now these nowadays I'm just like, okay, tell me what the good game is. I only have time to play one game this month. Tell me the best one and I'll play it. I don't even care. <laughs> Read the game for me. Just do it. I don't. I won't. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm just, I'm just, uh, you start crying up in your mat in your corner. So things that do bring me joy, though, James. I'm gonna. I'm throw out a couple more things before we you know, sign off here. Um, if you guys are a uh, Elden Ring fan, which um, I'm not as much of an Elden Ring fan, but what I am a fan of is Legos. <laughs> um, because although I don't like Minecraft, I really like Legos. Um, and it's kind of like I had a resurgence in my life because my, my my oldest, he has really gotten into Legos. And I kind of hope he keeps this up because it gives, it's an excuse for me to buy the nice sets and play with them. <laughs> I, did I mean, buy, there I, are some very nice Star Wars sets out there that would be a I, nice present. <laughs> since he doesn't listen to this podcast, since he's three, uh, and maybe my wife will ever listen to me, I actually bought uh, the AT-AT for him. The nice. big one. It, it costs, I swear to God, it, it is close to $160, but it, I... Whoa, yeah, whoa. I might get in trouble for this, but... Yeah, I think you will get in trouble for that. <laughs> but I really, I think he's really going to enjoy it because he loves, so I've gotten him several Star Wars sets already and he that really was, likes that them. Was a, that was a present for you. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> so to be fair, it was on sale too. It's normally like 180. So I mean, he's three years old. He would have been happy with a cardboard box with an ATAT picture on the side of it. He probably will be, but this way <laughs> it's an excuse. We can put it together. We'll have fun. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. We we actually so we actually got a hold of some of my wife's old Legos. I had no idea Jackie like plays to play Legos. She has a bunch of, like a Hogwarts castle one she did. What she had the castle? She has the castle? That one was huge. It's not like a huge castle. It's like the okay, take that back. It's like the Hogwarts entrance way. Okay, right? it's not like the whole castle. Yeah. No, no, no. I've seen that one. That's like oh close to like three hundred dollars and I'm not I gonna chill out. I was that. like I was like, Good lord, Jackie has the whole castle? That's crazy. I know. Which that one was pretty cool. Actually, I, I actually a little part of me wants to buy that one, but I just can't bring myself to do it. So um, maybe if maybe if we get into like a big hobby type thing, if he really gets into it, maybe maybe I'll start doing that with him. Um, <laughs> that'd be rough. But no, there is actually uh, coming back to my original point. There is a gentleman that made the wandering mausoleum out of Legos. Um, so it was more than five thousand pieces, and it and it was three hundred or uh, thirty pounds of plastic bricks uh a fitting tomb for the demigod 30 pounds um, good lord i know so if you if you take a look at this thing it is just amazing so um i don't even know what the guy's name was that made it okay made by a builder known as hobo sapient uh he posted <laughs> like it the, yeah <laughs> i do i love their names um but yeah he he it took him did it say how long it took him i'm curious at 30 pounds so roughly this this thing is literally like three pounds lighter than my son so <laughs> this is so so big yeah the picture doesn't do it justice because in the picture it looks cute it looks like it might be like a foot tall or something but no this yeah. thing has to be gigantic oh yeah it, it's it's probably close to being well considering also it's also plastic it's probably every bit of two feet tall i bet you oh, it is. 
I bet. So it's a minifig for for reference, though. So that was a pretty cool thing, I thought. And like I said, I I I get bored sometimes, and I will look up, I'll look go to, and you know, look up the uh, Lego ex, exit uh, exhibits that the these expos that people go to, and they these builders make their own things out of Legos. There's some pretty cool ones. So if you guys ever want to see some really creative people, but also they're very technical people, check these things out. It, it is it's pretty cool to watch some of their stuff. So. Um, uh, we got a few more minutes, so let's throw out the multiverse uh, season one being delayed, James. So this is the new uh, fighter game brought to us by, I believe it is Warner Brothers. Yes, it is Warner Brothers. Um, so yeah, they originally I, like had their whole like all the IPs they own smashed together. Pretty much. So this one, so. I actually had I, I dabbled a little bit of this because it is free to play right now. If anybody wants to try it on Steam, um, and it is it is pretty fun to kind of play around with. Um, somebody's already tiered out the the characters and their fighters and their specials, so um, you can look. It has it, up. it has ten million players already. I told you, James. It's, I told it's you. Be, yeah, it might be a Smash Bros. killer. We'll see. <laughs> It'll definitely be a contender. So I I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Like I said, I only played a couple matches and I I enjoyed it. Um, of course, I played Batman and I got my butt handed to me. So it is. It was. What you didn't play like Bugs Bunny or Adventure James, Time or something? James, James, who who am I gonna play? Am I gonna play a rabbit, a wascally wabbit, or am I gonna play the Dark Knight? Come on. I guess it's true. If you can be Batman, you should be Batman. Because you know, always, everyone. always, be, always be Batman. And I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> it's always is. Are you gonna start making? Are you gonna start making Bat Dad TikToks? <laughs> I am, and I'm gonna start talking to my kids in the Bane voice. Like, no, you must eat your peas. Eat your peas if you want the, the ice cream, little Lewis. Yes. <laughs> how you have to talk to him, and he'll just look at me like I'm I'm an idiot. So, but yeah, Probably. so they actually they had their uh, season one, which is their I guess their 1.0 release. Um, mm-hmm. They got delayed. Um, they it it says that they don't really have a definite date. It was set to be released, um, I believe, um, August 9th, which was supposed to be today, the day of the release. But they just they've delayed it with no later date at this time, um, which unfortunately that kind of makes me a little sad. So um, I don't know how long it will be, and we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, but I'm sure it'll be something something to the extent that they're probably uh, going to release that battle pass. I think. From what I've heard, though, is that a lot of the stuff they're going to have something like fifty tiers in their battle pass, which is kind of ridiculous. Holy cow! So I think it may still be free, but I think at the same time, though, they're going to monetize the living hell out of this thing, and I think that it might be its downfall. Like it, the the fact that you just said the words battle pass made me think never going to play this game. That might maybe come much in, but I just I I hate battle passes. I do. Yeah, I will agree with you on that. And that's kind of the one thing that's kind of holding me back from really like not, digging into this game. Not only do you have to spend extra money, but you have to play it for hundreds of hours to even get the stuff that you already paid for with the money you spent. Yep. Like it's it's addiction and money loss rolled into one. And I, I don't know. <laughs> well, so I think that's maybe why they 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 might have delayed it after the the kind of hype and the uh, bad press that Diablo Immortal got. So I'm thinking they might be retooling it a bit. Maybe. I don't know. 
But then again, they might end up doing the Star Wars Battlefield 2 thing where they just retool it briefly and they just rename some things and they make it a little bit easier to progress. But I'm telling well, you, you get, you, get actually, one chance, you get one chance to impress the your customers on the product that you have. And if it's if you if you poop in the bed, guys, I'm telling you, you're 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 stepping in it hard, and you're gonna lose that 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 fan base and any kind of money you're gonna be able to get off of this. So, well, so actually mentioning Diablo Immortal, I know we had like a whole episode sitting on this game, <laughs> but <laughs> shit on some more. Uh, that guy who was trying to get his first legendary five gem, five star gem. Yep, twenty five grand. See, for one, that's what I'm talking about. That also, it's become clear now that the game doesn't just have these super grindy mechanics; it has hidden caps in it that are not disclosed to you. And so, there is a a nearly hard cap on how fast you're allowed to gain gear and loot, anyway, regardless of how much money you're spending. And so, they have revised the estimate of instead up to six hundred grand to outfit one character. So this is where I look at somebody and I say, if you're dumb enough to do this, spend this amount of money, you get what you deserve. Which again, to be fair to the game, by all reviews, it sounds like the basic game is actually fun. Yeah. But there's a limit to how far you can go without spending lots and lots of money. And I, I that is what I found out within 40 minutes of playing it. And I, I looked at it and I said, nope, I'm good. I don't have the time or the money to waste on this game that I, I know it's going to cost me to get into it. You know, if these whales want to go out and spend 25K, which, or better yet, actually, guys, you know what? Don't do that. Send it to me. I'll put it <laughs> in my retirement fund, okay? And I will I will retire. That'd, that'd be a nice little cushion for Daddy David, you know, whenever he's, <laughs> he's getting ready to retire, okay? Just just do it, for, do it for Daddy David. That's my new nickname now, okay? Daddy David. There you um, go. <laughs> Papa, Papa, Papa Nookies. Papa Nookies. Papa Nookies. <laughs> Send it to me, guys. It's Bring all it good. Or even better, you know, donate to somewhere else. There's, they could be doing so much more of 25 grand. It just, it, oh man, I'm just, oh. Well, so get this. If you take the 600 grand and you put it in the bank account or an investment account at 5% interest, that gets you 30 grand a year. You could buy a full price game every day and still have money left over. Makes my heart break, James. <laughs> I just... This is the this <laughs> this is the world we live on. These youngsters don't know how good they've got it, James. I'm telling you, <laughs> dang kids. <laughs> oh my god, just drives me up the wall. But anyways, I don't know. do something I... better with your money. Go go to a steakhouse or something. At least you get to eat oh it that my way. God. So you, so everybody, just for a pre, uh, preview, this is the current behind the curtain. James was telling me about this wonderful apple pie he made earlier, and now I want to eat it so badly. It's not even funny. I don't even, I don't even want the money. I want the apple pie. Well, hey, I mean, I, I can sell you a slice of spiced apple cake for sixty bucks. Oh, uh, maybe not sixty bucks, but I, I still want the apple pie. If you ever like quit your job, you could totally become like a like a chef somewhere. Just open your own thing, dude. I think you would have fun. But I, I would have a blast with it. I, I'm hoping like that would be my retirement job when I'm burnt out and I'm ready to do something else. I want to be like the cook at a winery or something where not too intense, but I can do whatever the hell I want. I think where that'd be a lot of fun. Half, you could be half drunk while you do it. 
It sounds it sounds great to me, doesn't it? <laughs> hey, I'll I'll come up. I'll be your dish boy. I'm good. I can do your. I can clean your pans. That's right. We'll be good. We're there fine. There you go. And I can get drunk. That's that's my job. And you're like, David, have you cleaned my pots yet? And I'm sitting back there. And I've passed out. <laughs> I went too hard. It's like, like I cleaned a pot. Yeah, it's like, let's, let's be honest here. That's you weren't expecting much out of me for this job, anyways. So it's good, or better yet, I start eating somebody's meal because I think it it looks so good. That's 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 exactly how it would go. So actually, I I did think of one more thing I want to mention. Yeah, uh, but... I've been playing the Garden Story game on Xbox, the Xbox yeah. Game Pass. I've kind of enjoyed that. It's kind of fun. The it's, Garden Story game. Garden Story. It's. It's cute. You're like this little grape character, and you're part of this oh, like, yeah. vegetable and animal kingdom. It's like a it's a light RPG. Yes, and it, it's just it's fun. It's low key. I don't think it's going to win like any major gaming awards yeah. or anything, but but it's a nice piece of low key fun if you just want to kind of unwind and chill a little bit. The fact that it's described as a chill game set in a cozy village. <laughs> Says all I need to know. Exactly. Like I said, if you want to just do like a lightweight RPG and chill and like be a grape destroying the evil ooze monsters, it's good. Hey, you know what? I'm 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 down with it. So <laughs> I will I will probably check that one out at some point. I just gotta find a good weekend that I'm not once I get out of once we get out of summer man and I'm not doing all my summer projects, I think I'm gonna have a little downtime to maybe sit down and, and play a few more games. So Vampire yeah. Survivors is definitely on my Oh my to playlist. I just don't I just don't have the time though. So but yeah. Anyways though, I think that pretty much wraps up anything of note within our news segment, James. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we skedaddle out of here and you can go inhale your uh, your apple pie? I think it's apple pie time. <laughs> apple pie time. It's apple pie time. Yes, that's me. Um, winding down for the day. My caffeine has finally run out. So, um, gotta have that programming fuel. That <laughs> is 100% correct. So, it is good to go. So, James, I want to say thanks for coming in and sharing your wispy, uh, your, your whispers of wisdom. Your, your willful whispers of wisdom. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just stringing W's together and words you're just, together. You're trying. You're trying. <laughs> I'll get better, man. I'm going to get better. I promise. So. Your wondrous, whimsical whispers. <laughs> they will. They, wait. That would, that would, that was going to go down a weird rabbit path when I said they unwillingly woo, woo me. <laughs> not, not quite. Not quite. So, but James, Will, again, willfully, willfully woo you with my wondrous, whimsical whiskers. <laughs> Your whiskers are wonderful. That is is 100% there. So, all right, before we become even more tedious, James, I want to thank you for coming in and and, and, and sharing sharing your wisdom with us all and and your insights. So, um, guys, thanks for coming in and and join us uh, for a few more minutes. Uh, Again, we're going to be trying to get back to our normal schedule where we have two episodes per month. One in the beginning of the month is going to be the news stuff about everything that's coming out the, in August and some of the prior news from the month before. Mm-hmm. And then later on in the month, we're going to be doing a just a straight review of a game, anime, nerd, TV show, whatever it is, maybe even a book. Because we've floated around the idea of doing a Dune episode at one point, which that might be a two-parter. Depending. Well, I think, I don't know, it is my job to write the next one, so maybe we can do Dune. I gotta think if about it. If we're going to do that, if we're going to sit down, that's going to be a fat one, and you might have to invite <laughs> your dad and your uncle on. That would be that would be, be a fun. long... It could be I, a lot I, of I would love to shoot the shit with your dad. He He's a blast to talk with, so... 
Um, and he's about as scatterbrained as we are, so he could. It'd be fine. <laughs> it's good stuff. So, but again, guys, like I said, if there's anything we missed, just let us know, and we will hear from you later on this month, guys. James, talk to you later, man. Oh, it's a great time. Thanks. Bye, bye, bye. If you're interested in keeping up to date with new episodes on our channel, add us on any of your favorite podcasting apps, or subscribe to our YouTube channel at Seriously Pointless Conversations. If you have questions or concerns, please email us at seriouslypointlessconvo at gmail.com. We appreciate any feedback. Thank you for listening to our show.